This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Today I have two letters from Vigano. The first, a short letter that addresses a politicization of the faith by Archbishop Wilton Gregory, the figure some call the Queen of the Nile that sought to endorse the agents of chaos that we see in the headlines, and Vigano, chastising him for that, and the second letter addressed to the President of the United States. For context, the President appeared at the National Shrine of John Paul II, and from the pictures taken, prayed on his knees before some relics. Whether you take that move by the President to be sincere or not is up for you to decide. As usual, I'll offer no further commentary. Let me know your thoughts on these in the comments, please. The letter to the general public in response to the Wilton Gregory fiasco at the National Shrine of John Paul II in Washington, D.C. Grace and peace are always with you in Jesus Christ, our only Lord. Although I am no longer among you in Washington, D.C. as Apostolic Nuncio, I feel particularly united to all of you in this time of so grave moral and physical trials with which you are afflicted, and I wish to send you the sentiments of my deepest affection in Christ. Unfortunately, the Catholic Church is led by many false pastors. Over the past 20 years, your Archdiocese of Washington, in particular and now for the third time, has been and continues to be deeply afflicted and wounded by false shepherds, whose way of life is full of lies, deceit, lust, and corruption. Wherever they have been, they were a cause of serious scandal for various local churches, for your entire country, and for the whole church. Do not follow them, as they lead you to perdition. They are mercenaries. They teach and practice falsehoods and corruption. Follow with perseverance the teachings and examples of the holy pastors and priests who are among you. Mary, Mother of the Church, Mother of Mercy, pray and intercede for us with your Son, Jesus Christ, so that he may have mercy on all us sinners. I bless you with all of my heart. Signed, Archbishop Carlo Maria Vigado, June 3rd, 2020. Dear Mr. President, by Archbishop Vigano. Mr. President, in recent months, we have been witnessing the formation of two opposing sides that I would call biblical, the children of light and the children of darkness. The children of light constitute the most conspicuous part of humanity, while the children of darkness represent an absolute minority, and yet the former are the object of a sort of discrimination, which places them in a situation of moral inferiority with respect to their adversaries, who often hold strategic positions in government, in politics, in the economy, and in the media. In an apparently inexplicable way, the good are held hostage by the wicked, and by those who help them either out of self-interest or fearfulness. These two sides, which have a biblical nature, follow the clear separation between the offspring of the woman and the offspring of the serpent. On the one hand, there are those who, although they have a thousand defects and weaknesses, are motivated by the desire to do good, to be honest, to raise a family, to engage in work, 
to give prosperity to their homeland, to help the needy, and in obedience to the law of God, to merit the kingdom of heaven. On the other hand, there are those who serve themselves, who do not hold any moral principles, who want to demolish the family and the nation, exploit workers to make themselves unduly wealthy, foment internal divisions and wars, and accumulate power and money. For them the fallacious illusion of temporal well-being will, one day, if they do not repent, yield to the terrible fate that awaits them, far from God, in eternal damnation. In society, Mr. President, these two ex opposing realities coexist as eternal enemies, just as God and Satan are eternal enemies. And it appears that the children of darkness, whom we may easily identify with the deep state which you wisely oppose, and which is fiercely waging war against you in these days, have decided to show their cards, so to speak, by now revealing their plans. They seem to be so certain of already having everything under control that they have laid aside that circumspection that until now had at least partially concealed their true intentions. The investigations already underway will reveal the true responsibility of those who manage the affliction emergency, not only in the area of health care, but also in politics, the economy, and the media. We will probably find that in this colossal operation of social engineering, there are people who have decided the fate of humanity, arrogating to themselves the right to act against the will of citizens and their representatives in the governments of nations. We will also discover that the, the, the riots in these days were provoked by those who, seeing the affliction is inevitably fading, and that the social alarm of the affliction crisis waning, necessarily have had to provoke civil disturbance, because they would be followed by repression, which, although legitimate, could be condemned as an unjustified aggression against the population. The same thing is also happening in Europe, in perfect synchrony. It is quite clear that the use of street protests is instrumental to the purposes of those who would like to see someone elected in the upcoming presidential elections who embodies the goals of the deep state, and who expresses these goals faithfully and with conviction. It will not be surprising if in a few months we learn once again that hidden behind these acts of vandalism and violence, there are those who hope to profit from the disillusion of the social order, so as to build a world without freedom. Solve et coagula as the Lodge adage teaches. Although it may seem disconcerting, the imposing alignments I have described are also found in religious circles. There are faithful shepherds who care for the flock of Christ, but there are also mercenary infidels who seek to scatter the flock and hand the sheep over to be devoured by ravenous wolves. It is not surprising that these mercenaries are allies of the children of darkness and hate the children of light. Just as there is a deep state, there is also a deep church that betrays its duties forswears its proper commitments before God. Thus, the invisible enemy, whom good rulers fight against in public affairs, is also fought against by good shepherds in the ecclesiastical sphere. It is spiritual battle which I spoke about in my recent appeal, which was published on May 8th. For the first time, the United States has in you a president who courageously defends the right to life, who is not ashamed to denounce the persecution of Christians throughout the world who speaks of Jesus Christ and the right of Christians to freedom of worship. Your participation in the March for Life, and more re recently your proclamation of the month of April as N National Child Protection Month, are actions that confirm which side you wish to fight on. I dare to believe that both of us are on the same side in this battle, albeit with different weapons. For this reason, I believe the attack to which you were subjected after your visit to the National Shrine of the St. John Paul II 
is part of the orchestrated media narrative, which seeks not to fight discrimination and bring social order, but to aggravate dispositions, not to bring justice, but to legitimize violence and crime, not to serve truth, but to favor one political faction. And it is disconcerting that there are bishops, such as those whom I recently denounced, who by their words prove that they are aligned on the opposing side. They are subservient to the deep state, to globalism, to aligned thought, to the new world order, which they invoke ever more frequently in the name of a universal brotherhood, which has nothing Christian about it, but which evokes the lodge ideals of those who want to dominate the world by driving God out of the courts, out of schools, out of families, and perhaps even of churches. The American people are mature and have now understood how much the mainstream media does not want to spread the truth, but seeks to silence and distort it, spreading the lie that it is useful for the purposes of their masters. However, it is important that the good, or the majority, wake up from their sluggishness and do not accept being deceived by a minority of dishonest people with unavowable purposes. It is necessary that the good, the children of light, come together and make their voices heard. What more effective way is there to do this, Mr. President, than by prayer, asking the Lord to protect you, the United States, and all of humanity from this enormous attack of the enemy? Before the power of prayer, the deceptions of the children of darkness will collapse, their plots will be revealed, their betrayals will be shown, their frightening power will end in nothing, brought to light and exposed for what it is, an infernal deception. Mr. President, my prayer is constantly turned to the beloved American nation, where I had the privilege and honor of being sent by Pope Benedict XVI as Apostolic Nuncio. In this dramatic and decisive hour for all of humanity, I am praying for you and also for those who are at your side in the government of the United States. I trust that the American people are united with me and you in prayer to Almighty God. United against the invisible enemy of all humanity, I bless you and the First Lady, the beloved American nation, and all men and women of goodwill. Signed, Archbishop Carlo Maria Vigano, titular Archbishop of Opania, former Apostolic Nuncio of the United States of America.